0: Welcome to the Obsession Digression,
1: a podcast that explores all of the cultural things we're obsessed with.
0: I'm Sam Benarchik,
1: and I'm Katie Walker. Oh man, Sam, what a brave new world! What a Katie. weird fucking world! Weird okay, fucking world.
0: things. One, I still haven't published the last episode, but one of the, <laughs> reasons, well, one of the reasons is just because I haven't felt like finishing editing. It. No, <laughs> I'm that's very okay. Lazy. Um, but the other reason too is that like. It's so, with each passing day, it gets more and more awkward to publish it, because we opened it <clears> being like, coronavirus, man, you know what? We're doing okay. We're still going to fly oh, and no. see each other. And I was like, oh, this is such a bad look like, now. Oh, no, <laughs> So maybe we should publish it back to back with this one to say, like, listen, for anyone who's listening to that previous episode, we filmed that, it, like, February, like late yeah, late it was a
1: long, long time ago, yes. and we we had a note we of levity. Backlogged,
0: yeah. We and here's the thing too: we took it seriously from the start. Like, did the six foot rule, socially distance yeah. I called everyone I knew who is an avid Fox News watcher, so i.e. my two parents, <laughs> um, and coached them on taking this seriously. Yes. Looking back, you know, it was a real Sophie's Choice, but, like, I probably should not have traveled to see you. I'm so glad I did because it ended up okay, and I was so happy to see everyone. But things really escalated that weekend.
1: Seriously. (laughs) If it had been a day later, like, I'm not kidding you, a day later, I would have even said, you know what, you two, like, please, this is too bad. Like, yeah, exactly. So it was just that the timing was this magical window where it yeah. was not at all bad there wasn't even like you know no like there there weren't warnings or anything like that it was just kind of like a minor blip on the news about the cruise ships right like that was yes. the big thing and i was like well you know obviously none of my friends been on cruise ships so it's all good um and then you know of course of course shit hit the fan and now we are in this completely new um just mode of being right now well, right the, the and other, so the other
0: part of that too though is that like it was like this is um this is about protecting our elderly you know what i mean right. i remember getting on the flight right. and being like yep as expected no old people everyone on this flight to, to boston is like my age and right. then right between then i guess i arrived on thursday night right and then between then and mm-hmm. like sunday evening when i was flying back out like it was like none of this is true like it's bad for everyone and we might even be canceling domestic flights now and we were right. like because our friend Ani was there as well we thought like oh we might actually be stuck in Massachusetts <laughs> yeah. and then I arrived home to San Francisco Sunday night and the next morning they announced the shelter in place so I
1: know I know anyone And we were
0: confused about when we recorded that first episode it was a long time ago and we yes. are much more sober to this issue now I yes, have been we are, stuck we are in my responsible citizens.
1: <laughs> yes, and so we got to talk Just about this, right? Like, in place. how are you doing? Yes. How how have you handled this um, directive to to not leave the house and to yeah, shelter Ugh. in place?
0: Boy, oh boy! I mean, I mean, I, a I've been following it. That's the biggest takeaway. I understand its importance, um, and I think. Okay, well, two things. One, I was under the impression that everyone was taking us seriously. (laughs) And then we got to the first weekend, and a bunch of people, uh, like, people my age and younger from San Francisco were, like, out and about, like, hanging out and Uh. congregating in Golden Gate Park. And then the next day, like London Breed Our Mayor had to get like on the horn and be like, guys, we are not fucking around. <laughs> like right, stay calm. Like, any softening of the line. We might have accomplished that first week. You all just fucking undid, you fucking idiots. Yep. And yep. so then the next day they closed um, all of our like parks and playgrounds. Uh, yeah. they didn't close like the big major parks. Like my understanding is Dolores Park and Golden Gate Park are still open, but they closed all parks parking lots. So essentially like if you like live <laughs> next to it, you can still like walk over there. But that's about right. it. right. And, and that's yeah. really the extent of where we are now. It's escalated even further. So only essential businesses operating and you can only leave your home to do exercise. Again, maintaining distance to seek medical attention or to get groceries. Um, right. Anything else? Now they told us on Monday um, as a Monday, um, breaking this will be considered like a misdemeanor and like a punishable offense.
1: Yeah, so same here. Um, Every park here is now closed until April 30th at the very least. So, Mm. like, all hiking trails, all parks, like, every... Basically, um, it's unclear to me if the the campus is closed to that because, like, what I've been doing is walking around and taking my dogs on walks uh, and, of course, like, maintaining distance, but, like, on Mount Holyoke's campus. But we just got that announcement that, like, every hiking trail is closed and the campus itself has a few hiking trails so i'm like does i mean does that count like can i not take the dogs on these trails anymore it could be i'm not sure but it's definitely you know amped up the they've amped up the rules right rightly so but but yeah i think the
0: thing is like it definitely is fine if you can maintain distance but i think the issue here is that, like, everyone thought they are having a novel idea, which is like, oh, I'll just go mm-hmm. to Muir Woods then. If I'm supposed to be alone, I'll go to nature. And then, like, they found out that, like, everyone else had that same idea right <laughs> as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, but...
0: It's fun to know now where you sit when you record, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I mean, it's I've,
0: a- I've graced your home. I've been to your home office. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: no, like- yeah, I did, I did wonder, because um, I, I forgot that this chair kind of collects crumbs, so I wondered if later on you were like, oh, that chair was disgusting.
0: <laughs> what the fuck is on my pants? No, not at all. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to rely on you as, like, an expert in this film to, like, carry us, because we watched this <laughs> two and a half weeks ago, and yeah. it's a little foggy, so... <laughs>
1: But we watched it together. We watched it together. No, but with place. also
0: with like alcohol and weed, you know, so
1: Yes, that's real. Yeah. You really stacked okay. the
0: deck against me, Katie.
1: I know. I it was not intentional, I promise. I know. I had the um, funniest reaction
0: though because in the moment of watching it, I was like, Well, this is fun and delightful. Like I'm having so much fun here with my friends, blah blah blah. And then like <laughs> thinking like at one point I was sitting on the flight and then I started reflecting on that movie and I was like what the fuck was that movie
1: <laughs> so it's like more of the the setting of watching it uh, mm-hmm. in the moment shaped your responses but now you're like I was just like oh. did that movie
0: have a plot did it have a single character arc was it funny like what was like who made this movie <laughs> like it felt just like all over the place <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean it is, but but you know it's it's got uh, you know Sarah Jessica Parker and, and Bette Midler, right? Like it's it's great. Yeah, it's great. And like okay. and like
0: I feel like Bette Midler is the one who most understands like what a camp performance looks like. Where yes, like Jessica Parker and I'm actually gonna pull up the name. I love her. I but I can't. I don't know her name off the top of my head. The Third Witch. Um, oh, I don't either. From Sister Act. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually just googling Sister Act to get her. Kathy Najimy again, um, again. You and Sister is, Act anytime I can work it into a conversation.
1: Seriously, <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, like her Kathy Najimy and then Sarah Jessica Parker. Like I think their performances are really bad. They're just like so broad. But they're and supposed kind of, to like, be reaching, bad. I not But know. they're supposed
1: to be bad. They're right, supposed to be. but there's a be. funny
0: and effective bad, and then just a slightly embarrassing bad.
1: Oh, boo. Boo on I would say that. that Beth Midler, I
0: would, like, make it cited as an exception, where she seems to understand, like, what she's in, and kind of what the tonal, like, goal is, and she plays it up much more effectively.
1: Well, but maybe the other two had to tone it down because of Bette Mittler's performance, right? Like maybe you know, it's just like a theory of like you can't have three Hamlets on stage. You can't have no, but they are all know. Ham's
0: though. It's just that like two of them seem like more like uh, regional theater or something.
1: No, no, yes. that is oh <laughs> yes. boo! Ow. That is not true. That is that is patently Hell false. Dare you? How my sensibilities are shocked, <laughs> sir! They are shocked. I I am going to send you a dueling challenge in the mail. Um, you'll also, get it in like three to four weeks.
0: did they a swinger in that movie?
1: Oh yeah, fuck yeah, they did. Oh yeah, and they yeah. themselves, they themselves are really loose with the the sexual boundaries, especially especially Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. and um, teenage boys, right? She really
0: wanted to bone like every man she came across.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's. Okay, let's jump in. So, just so we know. Oh yeah, jump in um, like
0: the deep past. What was it like? The early nineteenth century.
1: Uh, when they were being um hanged.
0: Yes, I think it was Because that's like earlier. the prologue.
1: I think it's colonial. A, oh, 18th
0: times. century. You're right. You're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's colonial. Is like you know happening. There. Yeah, like um,
0: witch trials era.
1: Yes. yeah, So okay, uh, these three women are the Sanderson sisters. They are witches. They suck the souls out of children to get beauty, right? Um, to get long life. To be revivified, essentially. Um, and for some reason, they kind of like little girls for this, mostly. Um, oh, yeah.
0: Do they ever say that why that was?
1: That is not true. I, I Or oh, not true, sorry. That is true. I don't know why. I don't know because why at all.
0: The one thing I would call out is that in the early one, they seem to, like, kidnap her out of convenience because she's just alone in the woods. Whereas, mm-hmm. I know I'm jumping ahead. We can come back to this. They seem to want that little girl because they hate her, <laughs> and they yeah, want Yeah, they are her. obsessed with that little girl. might just that be coincidence. A and yeah. I want to talk about this too. There is a need for the movie to establish symmetry to make this very, very weird point about masculinity. So we'll come back to that.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, (laughs) He's obsessed with masculinity. You've got to be a man. You've got to be a brother. Brother man. A man. I know. And he's like, I could have died. And
0: who said it? Someone said, at least you would have died like a man. And I was like, okay. Also, he's like 14. Like, give him a break. I know. still.
1: Yeah. He's never even kissed a girl before. You've got to, like... Um, and okay, the the association with with masculinity and virginity and the obsession with like, uh, you're a manly man, but you're also a virgin. We're gonna make this joke okay. over and over again. Like,
0: who is this movie for? It's a PG like rated Disney movie that literally yeah. scene to scene includes a joke about how again this minor character. I think he's fifteen. Like if I had to guess, I think he's fifteen or fourteen because he is like a freshman. I think. Yeah. About how he's a virgin. Yeah. And I was like, yeah.
1: what? Who? They're obsessed <laughs> with that. They're obsessed with
0: that. I think if it, it were in a Disney movie, I'd be like, well, you know, it's a little wild. Like, he's just starting out high school. Like, give him a minute. But, yeah, like, a Disney movie? That's so bizarre to me.
1: Yeah, no, they They really. And, and like, the, the weird implication is, like, it's kind of like his fault for being a virgin, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like, how dare you? You should have, should have boned. Yeah.
0: He Should've had to boned. overcome some of his like masculinity issues and been like right. put himself out there more and been braver. Except that he like immediately puts himself out there with that girl in his class that he likes. He like, yeah. immediately engages her, you know, like so, I mean I he's don't like know. pretty bold. If he's there like, was a failing, I did not see it on his part. I think he, he was goes doing to her
1: house. Yeah, he, I mean, he inadvertently goes to her house, but he, like, just, you know, he's, he shows up at her house during a... But
0: long before then, like, even in that, like, English debate. He's
1: like, he's my number. not remember
0: Yeah, exactly. A number.
1: Yeah, he's like, yo. Um, okay, but in well, let's the middle go back of to colonial class. times. I know,
0: I'm sorry. Keep, That's yeah, okay. Take us back.
1: Take us back in time to colonial times where Sanderson's sisters, uh, they get caught, right? Um, they get accused of... of burning, or not burning, of killing children, etc. But what they've done before they get caught is they have cursed the brother to the little girl that they have killed. Um, and his name is Thackeray Binks. Um, I know. Are you sure?
0: Because they only said his name about 5 million times over the course. I
1: know! Thackeray <laughs> Binks! Thackeray Binks! Um So, yes, his name is Thackeray Binks, and he's turned into a black cat. Um, And he must live forever. He cannot die. And there, I mean, just to prove this point, this movie has this really fucking horrible scene where uh, he gets hit Mm -hmm. by a bus in the modern times, and you see a dead cat um, all smashed up, and then he, like, re-inflates. It's the most horrifying thing in this whole film when the cat just, like, I don't know. Like, somebody just like yeah. blows into it essentially and it like comes back to life. It's so weird. Um, I have a
0: follow up question on that, but really quickly big picture in that prologue um, the little girl dies. The, um, the witches like just managed to suck her soul to live more. The boys turn into that cat. And then the witches are hung by the townspeople. But they place yes. like a curse um, saying that if someone lights like the can, the black candle or whatever on like right. Hollow's Eve, They'll come back to life.
1: If a virgin, to present day. if they just to, oh, like, that, let's. that's right. Thank you, thank you. Let's yeah. harp on this shit again. Harp he's it. A, virgin. <laughs> again, a virgin again. A virgin has to light it. Yes. Can um, I ask?
0: Yeah. The cat banks seem to have no trouble communicating, uh, psychically or otherwise, with human beings in present day. So yeah. why did he not go to speak to his own family?
1: Because they were, like, they thought it was the devil, probably. If you're thinking colonial times, Black <laughs> just Cat comes up to you. Yes. I'm totally but speculating. But they believe in
0: witches and they believe in witchcraft. Why it, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but, like, that I think like, it crosses to reason the they would believe that he had been placed under witchcraft, especially because they knew the witches had abducted and killed his younger sister.
1: Nah. Nah. I think it's, they would have, like, been like, no, get out of here, devil.
0: Right.
1: Devil cat yeah i don't know i really don't i don't have an answer to that question <laughs> um okay so we fast forward to 90s um uh, mm-hmm. and as our our friend Annie pointed out who's also there watching the movie um they are so mean to this new kid uh max because he's from california um And, of course, like, they're, you know, in, like, Massachusetts, obviously, or, you know, some New England town, Mm -hmm. but probably Massachusetts. Um, And, yeah, they're like, hey, Hollywood, like, hey, Kelly kid. Um, And she pointed out very rightly, you know, like, ugh, why does every movie from the 90s do this? Like, why do they always have to, like, have the, like, oh, California kind of moment, right? Um, Well, also, he doesn't look
0: remotely like at least a movie Californian. Like, he's not blonde, he's not tan, he does not seem to have any affinity or interest in surfing and never comes up. We never see him rollerblade, you know? (laughs) So
1: Yeah, Um, but nonetheless, he is bullied, right? Um, By these kids, because he's the new kid and he's from California and... He's like, oh, why did we have to move here? Blah, yeah. So he's upset about that. He also has, of course, an incredibly annoying younger sister. Um, what's her name again? I forget. I actually forgot her name.
0: Oh well, Thora Birch in real life plays the sister. Yes. I think this must be one of her first roles, right?
1: Yeah, she's pretty young. I'll
0: check. But um, the the sister's name is Danny.
1: Danny, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So Max and Danny, um. And so Max is all depressed that they've moved, he's into this girl, uh, but, you know, like, like things kind of suck for him right now. Um, in fact, two-town bullies, who are clearly, like, 50 years old, <laughs> um, <laughs> even though they're posing as, as teenagers, um, they steal his tennis shoes, um, things are just, they're not going great.
0: Okay, can I say, too, though, before we get any further, this is the yeah. kind of, like, archetypal movie moment that made me think when I was a kid that, like, getting into fights and being, like, beat up was just going to be, like, a very normal routine <laughs> part of, like, teen life. Yes! Like, uh, I, in junior, we had a combined junior senior high school. I remember, like, one of the times there was, like, an actual fight. It was, like bloody and, like, police were called and, like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just, like, Jeez. he comes home without his shoes and the mom's just like, ugh, he doesn't have his shoes. Like, but otherwise right. it's like, oh, well, something happened, but who gives a fuck? This is, like, normal, uh, <laughs> That's just what it's all about, to be in high school, you know? It's you've, so you've weird. You've been
1: misled. You've been misled by these these types of movies to expect, yeah, a lot lot more violence in later years. Well, and a just, lot more,
0: like, nonchalance around it. Like, yeah. It's, just, it's so odd looking back at it now.
1: I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'd, I only got into, like, one fight in high school, so, you know, it was pretty tame for me as well. But I won that fight. Just to be clear, okay. <laughs> won that fight. um, yes. So okay, he is bullied. Uh, he is bummed. He goes to his his cool. Like he does have a cool room. He's got like this cool kind of like loft room thing. Um, oh, yeah, the
0: house is beautiful. Generally, it really is like that sort of quintessential New England house that everyone pictures. Yeah, think of like yeah,
1: yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, since you were in a New England house recently, what did you think of this fucking mansion I'm living in? Pretty cool, right? It's
0: big. And it's huge! Interesting.
1: <laughs> yes, it makes no sense, right?
0: In your staircase, it's, for no discernible reason, does forks, so as to imply that there are two separate wings of your upstairs. <laughs> I know! <laughs> and all
1: it does is lead to two identical bedrooms. And it's actually really inconvenient because the room you were staying in was the furthest from the bathroom. So you had to go downstairs and then yes. back upstairs upstairs. To get to the bathroom. What it if I was to
0: like, refusing to go all the way down the stairs and up the other and just stretching my legs as far as I could? Like, halfway <laughs> down one to halfway up the other. And I was like, why am I doing this? This is, like, more trouble than it's worth.
1: <laughs> no, I totally do that when I'm playing with my dogs. Like, I'll, like, like stand wide-legged over the, the mm-hmm. stairs and, like, have a toy in my hand and be like, which way? Which way? Um, yeah, it makes no sense at all. It's, it's, it's totally bizarre. Um, so, yes, uh, where were we? Oh, Max's room, sorry, or Max's, Max's setup here. Uh, okay, but he's, he turns and, like, starts, like, kind of, like, cuddling a pillow, and, you know, it's, it's about to get heated with this pillow, but suddenly his younger sister, Danny erupts from a closet <laughs> and catches him basically, like, Canoodling with this imaginary girl slash pillow, right?
0: Can you remind me how that plays out, though? Like, what does the canoodling look like again?
1: It's well, it's like he's he turns to his pillow and imagines it as the body of the girl that he's (gasps) into. Yeah, that was
0: very strange.
1: Yeah, totally strange. So he's just
0: like, what's isn't her name like Allison?
1: Yep. Yeah, and he's like, he's obviously about to (laughs) masturbate. He's, a, he's yeah, no. totally about it's to. like Danny
0: she jumped out of the closet really just in time
1: yes yeah so um in any case she is dressed up because it is haha Halloween or you know it's it's the night where mm-hmm. uh the spirits run loose and so she demands that max take her trick-or-treating um they go trick-or-treating and Max, like you know, is is annoyed. He's like, "Ugh, got to take my sister trick or treating," but they end up at Allison's house. Um, and while there, not before um, though, they
0: re-encounter those bullies though.
1: Yeah, the bullies take their candy, and this is another well, but moment this is where, like, where, yeah, Danny's no, like, ahead. "Be a well," Danny's like, "Be my brother's gonna stand up to you." It's a it's a moment where again, like masculinity is, is raised as as the kind of big issue here, like my brother will fight back, you know, and things like that. And of course he doesn't because there's like ten fucking bullies surrounding him. Uh and he can't, you know, they they take the the candy and it's it's a huge bummer, right?
0: Yeah. No exactly. Right? it's just like another <laughs> sorry. It's another yeah, it's a reminder that like there is something like the movie's implying there's something off kilter because the young young sister is like witty and pointed and opinionated and outspoken and aggressive and the older brother for whatever reason just hasn't developed these things yet except that again i have to say it one more time we see him exhibit all of those qualities in the very first scene in which he is introduced (laughs) i digress (laughs) whatever so it's just another reminder Of the bully's presence, another reminder of his character deficiencies. And it's from there that we then enter Allison's home.
1: Right. Um, And, of course, he's really into this girl. Danny herself is making, like, really inappropriate comments throughout this exchange. Um, But what Max decides to do... What are some of the things
0: she says? It's, like, some weird... Well, she's,
1: she's like, she starts replaying the... um, allison kind of th- like she she starts yeah. like yeah
0: um dude and you know if there's one thing i hate it's a precocious child actor and no I offense know. to thorough birch who grew up to be a very talented actress like ugh, too much yeah
1: it's, it's too much just just be you know quiet, the most disappointing
0: background. part is too is that you know because it's a child in a family film like there's no way this character is gonna be killed off. Like we're right. with her for the entire you know hour and a half.
1: <laughs> we're stuck. We are stuck with this. Yes. You know, wisecracking <laughs> like she's child. She's not going
0: anywhere.
1: <laughs> you know, like fucking Harvey Weinstein or whoever has written the dialogue for <laughs> her. You know, like I don't know. Like I'm just meaning like a type of like inappropriate figure, like oh, one yes. of the 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 movie exec types has written this dialogue for this child that, like, what they would never say, you know? Like, they would well, that's never do I, I like, do
0: think, like, who enjoys this? Like, who is, like, you know what's really funny is if we have her say, like, X, Y, Z. It's like, does anyone enjoy this kind of character? Like, am I, I, I just missing like, something?
1: I feel like this was a big, like, 90s thing, right? It was, like, let's, let's like, have a young younger character, usually female, say this, like, really like, inappropriate stuff without them kind of grasping the full implications of what they're saying, right? Like, wasn't this, like, kind of a bit on, you know, like, um, I don't know, like, even on sitcoms and stuff like that. Wasn't this a thing?
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: Right? So, anyways, um... Yeah, she's... What kind of
0: effect do you think that had on child actors? Like, after they, like, smugly said all their lines and everyone praised them, and then they go home for the day? Do you think they're just increasingly more and more of an asshole as, like, with each passing day? Oh, I I mean,
1: like, we know, right? Like, how many child actors turned out okay? (laughs) Very few, right? Um, Very few of them survive in a, like, healthy way, this, that whole ordeal. I mean, a few of them do, right? And and bravo to them, but, you know, like... (laughs) Well done. We've got, like, our our Miley Cyruses and, you know, like, Lindsay Lohan's, and, yeah, it's it's rare. It is rare that they survive this ordeal. Yeah,
0: it's tough.
1: Um, Um, okay, so, anyways, Max... Uh, To impress this girl, decides that they are going to go to the Sanderson sisters' home, which has been turned into a museum, but it's defunct, so it's, you know, uh, dusty and all that. But Allison, of course, has a key, why not, to the museum. So they're going to go on Halloween and go to the witch's home, right? Mm
0: -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Then they get there. It's but super is spooky. The witch's
0: home, dense, ostensi- because they go for the. Well, I'm sorry, I'm. I feel like I'm being like a. No, no, I don't mean it that way. I just mean like the connection is that it was a kind of like museum or like historical right. center. Right. Um, right. So it meant to. It was like exhibited, and like I think Allison's mom used to run it before it was closed down because too many creepy things were happening.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, she she very conveniently has the key to the place, right? Uh, but it has been closed for several years, and so it's got cobwebs, and it's just extra spooky. Um, so then they get there. It's it's super spooky. Max has this lighter uh, for some reason. I don't know why this kid's carrying around a lighter. Um,
0: yeah, I'm, I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> and he... You know, as we said, the the kind of curse or the, the spell that the Sanderson sisters left was, you know, if a virgin lights this candle on <laughs> Halloween, if a virgin lights this candle, right? So, um, of course, to impress Allison and to be kind of macho here, he decides to light the candle. Uh, and then, of course... Um, Zachary Binks as the cat shows up And he's like what have you done And uh, he's pissed off And the Sanderson sisters Reappear and you know Thunder lightning cue All of that dramatic entry stuff And they come in And they have been dead or you know gone for centuries and so part of the humor of course is how does a witch who's been confined for several hundred years encounter and understand the the modern world so that's where that's where we are
0: there's one pressing or one plot point or wrinkle that adds a lot of urgency to the film Is that the spell or, like, the way they, like, sucked the soul of that little girl, like, however many hundreds of years ago, it's given Mm -hmm. them just enough life and vitality for, like, 12 hours. So, essentially, they have until sunup to, like, suck the soul of another child. um, Right. If they want to remain on Earth and not sort of, like, deteriorate to nothing.
1: So, they find, immediately, of course, they find Daddy in their house, and they're like, how convenient. But Max um, puts the lighter up to the, um, the sprinklers in the, you know, kind of semi-modernized museum slash house. Uh, and he says like I invoke the power of rain or whatever (laughs) and makes the sprinklers go off. So the, uh, Sanderson sisters think that they're going to die uh, as they release Danny, they escape momentarily. Um, and that tends to kind of like fuel their desire not just to get a child, but to specifically get Danny because of the supposed like affront of her escaping and of her kind of snarkiness, right? Um yeah. they've decided this to a
0: tough point to accept though because and I'm jumping yeah. ahead a little bit and we can like jump okay. back and catch back up, but. That's cool. They get to a point where they have placed a spell over the entire town in which the parents will endlessly dance at town hall, Halloween party. Yes. Yes. And now leave, and all the children are hypnotized and walk to the witch's hut to like mm-hmm. essentially sacrifice themselves. And mm-hmm. yet, with hours to spare, they do not <laughs> suck the soul of any of these kids because they become fixated on Danny and proving right. a point and punishing her. Where they could have sucked the soul of a kid, sustained themselves, and then spent all their, like, new vitality going after Danny. Instead, they ignore all of these kids just to obsess over her. That's that's a really difficult plot point to accept.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't disagree with you on that. Um, yeah, totally fair criticism there. It makes zero (laughs) sense. Um. But what we do have to talk about, of course, are some of the shenanigans that the Sanderson sisters get into because they, you know, like you have to admit some of it is legitimately funny. Like they walk out their house, they see a, you know, paved road and they're like a black river, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's funny, it's funny, it's legitimately funny, um. They see the, you know, the bus, right? And of course, like they have no idea what a bus is. And so there's so many moments where they're just like screaming in pure terror, encountering these things that they're that are so unfamiliar. Um, but what is imbued in it throughout all of it too is this like really odd sexual lure that they they feel like they all three of them have. Um so, like, when the bus driver shows up, he's like, hey, ladies, you know, like, where are you off to? Mm-hmm. They're like, hello, you know? I'll, like, later on, you see Je- Sarah Jessica Parker, like, sitting in his lap, and it's just like, ah, it's a lot. It's a lot for a kid's movie.
0: Yes, I I totally agree. It it totally just feels kind of all over the place, and it just, like, not in, like, even, like, a parent way, but it just feels like weird to be imbuing a kid's movie with like quite this much sexuality
1: (laughs) yes yes um so let's go to the swinger because you mentioned the swinger
0: yes of sexuality (laughs) this is again i was like i cannot wrap my mind around the fact that i'm watching this in a kid's movie or just any movie it was a weird scene
1: (laughs) so um it's obviously halloween uh and there is this old man dressed up as the devil Uh, The Sanderson sisters don't get it, right? They don't understand that this is not the actual devil. Um, So they uh, show up to his house and they're like, Father, you know, and they're so excited to, um, you know, hang out with the Prince of Darkness. Um,
0: And can I ask really quickly, are we to understand then, A, that they have met the devil and that B, the devil does indeed look like that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is, like, a know. relatively <laughs> recent styling of the devil to be, like, all right. in red and carry a pitchfork and have horns.
1: I know. Yeah, I have no idea where they are getting that iconography from. Um, <laughs> no clue. No clue. But they immediately buy into it, right? And it's... Um, so they then basically, like, infiltrate the this guy's house. And he, like, clearly wants to have sex with them. Yeah. Um, and his wife is just, like, she's not into this whole setup with these three strange women in her
0: house. But she does I act as though this is fairly regular on his
1: part. Yeah, yeah, she's like, all right, you've this brought more, more strangers into my home. Great, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this poor woman and her... Like, she's wearing curlers, though it's only, like, you know... Like, it's only, like, 9 p.m. It's not like it's, you know...
0: Like, well, if children are still trick-or-treating, it cannot be that late.
1: I know. Like young, like, young kids. <laughs> right. She's in for the night, though. She's, she's not having it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, one of the witches gets obsessed with the television, um, which... Come on, that's funny. Like she freaks out at that commercial of that baby running around the house. That's funny. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that commercial? Yeah. 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 No? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Oh, you Sam. Fine. I know. Fine. You can
0: say fuck you as much as you want. I really like I mean it.
1: Okay. Alright. It's it's all good. Um, <laughs> um Okay. So swinger scene. What else? What else do we need to cover here? The, the graveyard? Well,
0: basically, swinger theme, the graveyard. We want to get to my favorite character, whose name was, I wrote it down, Billy, oh, Headless headless Billy Butcherson. So, headless Billy Butcherson. This takes us back to this first scene where we meet uh, Max for the first time, because I'm pretty sure they're talking about Billy Butcherson in the class. As someone yes. who was not only beheaded... I forget why, but his mouth was sewn shut.
1: Yeah, so he was um, Bette Mitler's lover, but he cheated on oh that's her right, that's right. with Sarah Jessica Parker's character, the other other witch and so I guess he was caught uh, for and like for adultery maybe I don't that, I don't remember why he was actually <laughs> yes killed. It's it's a little foggy, but you are absolutely right that this character is fantastic. A plus character. He's got everything. Because he's
0: initially framed as like a henchman for the witches, right? So the first time I right. see him, he's chasing all the kids, chasing all the kids, blah, 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 blah. The second time we see him, he removes the stitches from his mouth, and then he's like, fuck those witches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, And he's like,
0: oh. He's like, I fucking yeah. hate them. <laughs>
1: yeah like i just was hanging out in my grave i was doing fine uh you made me like chase around these little kids i have no interest in doing this um also his head gets kicked off or like he his head falls off multiple times and every single time it's hilarious like it is i actually-
0: agree <laughs> and also he arguably is the most heroic character so yes. even, like, to the point of preventing even Max from getting, like, his own, like, masculinity arc throughout the film. Like,
1: yeah.
0: It's Billy who, like, steps up to the plate multiple times.
1: Amen. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. But essentially,
0: like, maybe just to jump to the end of the plot, like, the the whole thing is just they have to keep the witches from sucking Danny's soul before sunrise so that they will, like, deteriorate into nothing and then all the kids mm-hmm. survive. But it ends up with them kind of duking it out in the graveyard and distracting them for just long enough that the sun comes up and they're all destroyed.
1: Right, exactly. So they the Sanderson sisters can't touch the ground in the graveyard because it's hallowed ground, but they, you know, initially send Billy out. They try to, like, catch the children up off the ground. Um, it's it's a longish scene, right? There's there's multiple, like, jumping back and forth. Of course, Thackeray Banks has been here this whole time. He has jumped up on some of the witches, and in fact, he gets killed during this scene. Um, but okay, so so yeah, they they defeat the witches. They the sun comes up. They basically you know poof, they are, they like disintegrate right in a very horrific way. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But it's it's kind of heartbreaking, right? Thackery Binks, the cat does not this time uh, come back to life. But what we see instead is his ghost and his sister's ghost being like, I've been waiting for you, Thackeray," And he, like, walks off into the sunset with his sister.
0: Okay, this was the part I wanted to talk about because what the <laughs> fuck? This guy is what? obsessed with being reunited with his dead sister and spending eternity together to the point yeah. where, like, it so majorly just confuses and fuses the sibling reunion narrative with like a wedding narrative like it is so weird it is yeah this is not in my own like fucked up head like this is this is there in the text it is so bizarre
1: yeah and it's it's, the way in which like the movie is
0: making the argument that like at the end of the day all love stories are sibling love stories you know That even, like, it's, like, even, I'm so sorry, but, like, it's even, like, Max and Danny end up being, like, one of the primary, like, love relationships of the present moment, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say, is, like, there's, it's creating this parallel. It's mitigated with Max and Danny, though, because there's a third figure, right? Because you have Allison to kind of redirect the, uh, like, sexual energies, whatever you want to call it. Um, to an appropriate object, right? So that, like, you you don't have that with the Thackeray Binks narrative so that he has, you know, been a cat for several hundred years ruminating on the loss of his sister, which, again, I think goes back to what we started this podcast with, which is the issue of masculinity in this movie, right? Like, that, that masculine prowess is defined as being a savior to one's sister, basically, Right?
0: Yeah, and I think the, the um, fuck, what's the word? Redirected sexuality is an interesting point, except that the movie doesn't even seem particularly committed to sticking or, com- to, or sticking no. to that because yeah. they don't even kiss, which is shocking. Like, in what teen movie does the guy not kiss the girl, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. I don't know, right? Like, that does seem like, so what, like the the ultimate message of this movie is not like boy gets girl through acts of heroism or through teamwork or through whatever. It's um, the brother sister relationship is sacred, right?
0: Like to the point of feeling like incestuous or at the least like very like a, a sort of it an uh, obstructive bond to yeah. maturation and growing up because it means like. If that bond is that strong, then it's directly tied to like a refusal to like leave the family home and go start your own family.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he shall leave his father and his mother. Yeah, no, and exactly. And to his wife. Yeah, exactly. And then
0: the the brother and sister like, no, we're good. We have each other.
1: <laughs> the yeah. parents are like. uh. <laughs> oh my god! Can we speak about how like useless the fucking parents in this movie are? By the way, again, oh, yeah. we have no. But well, also, like,
0: who are these parents? Like. I got the sense the father was maybe a stepfather and an asshole. But the mom at first seemed like this, like, concerned, beleaguered mom. And then I was like, wait, is she that? Or is she supposed to be, like, a sort of, like, quote-unquote, like, movie floozy stereotype? Like, I couldn't... I
1: don't know. From scene to like she, scene. It just... it. There's no consistent characterization with the parents. Like, they are just, like, partying all night. And then they leave this party where they've been bewitched into... Um, you know, like, dancing the entire night, uh, and the parents yes. are like, whoo, oh, New England's more raucous than I thought, you know? Like, they're they're not displeased with the... like, how they've yeah. spent their time um, at all. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. Um, I do love her Madonna costume, though. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> so. so, yes, um, this movie... Uh, five out of five stars because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> despite inconsistencies, despite um, obsession with with incest or or whatever, also problematic. Sarah Jessica Parker with her, you know, uh, extreme interest in young boys. Nonetheless, still a great movie. Still tugs the heartstrings. If you say
0: so. I say, if you so. say so.
1: I will. I will fucking. I will die on that hill. I
0: will. Well, I, I, yeah, will. I can't. I can only respect that.
1: Well, and I think too. You know, like we talk so much on this podcast about nostalgia, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't. I can't undo the fact that like I used to watch this movie. Every year with my best friend, Krista. And, like, we, you know, like, we wanted to be the Sanderson sisters sometimes. Aww. Or, like, sometimes we wanted to be Danny. Like, I, you and know. I,
0: listen, and I want that for you. I would love to yeah. see you as the Sanderson sister, like, decades from now.
1: Oh, which one would I be? Would I be Bat Midler? Yeah. Okay. All right, good. That's what I want. Um Okay. So, that's Hocus Pocus. Uh Nothing. I. I, I don't think it offers us anything new in terms of like theories of filmic witches, I would say. Is that a fair statement? Like it doesn't really yeah, give us anything. View... This is this was
0: more of just like a lark. Yeah. And yeah. interestingly too, like, I think where we saw like questions about like on the one hand solidarity and oh my god, how long have we been doing this season? <laughs> and questions of like magic and like economy where they yeah. were really becoming so kind of confluent and intersecting in up up to the witches i think mm-hmm. that's all paused here because there's no yeah. questions of economy or money there's no questions around even solidarity like in fact what draws them together is like or actually now i think about it what draws all the characters together is not like sisterhood in the broad sense but like literal like blood sisterhood yeah. or like yeah. siblinghood
1: because they kind of um, hate each other they kind of like yeah you know, you're right Bette Bittler is just like, I'm not having it with you two. You're fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. There's a whole lot to say. All right. But it definitely, to your point, though, too, like, it is a big cultural movie. And so let's think about, like, whether it has, like, resonance moving forward because surely it's, like, important nonetheless.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yay. All right. So I don't know if it's a fair question this week to even ask what we're obsessed with because I think I, I expressed this to you earlier. I'm, I'm having anxiety over the know, many options because it's oh. like,
0: well, <laughs> you meant well, like the future of the economy or something or, <laughs> oh
1: no, that's real. But no, I meant in terms of obsessions because I, what well, I'm f- like, of beyond like the many serious fears I have, I also feel like we're going to need to like have this kind of like, I don't know. This is so fucking stupid. I don't know why I think this, but like some so- sort of like report card. Of like, what did you do during the you know quarantine or the lock-in or whatever?
0: And no. I don't
1: know, like I I I just. I have think it's no one's like,
0: fucking business what you do. Like this is a time that's highly fraught, highly tentative, and emotional. Like there yeah. should be no accounting, and there should be no obligation to be like productive, right? Like we place that weird burden on ourselves all the time. I know. Social media, as always, is making it worse and amplifying that pressure. I know. Okay. Fuck all of that and do whatever the fuck you want.
1: Thank you for saying that. I, I You're really, welcome. really needed to hear that. Um, okay, but but what are you obsessed with right now? What 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 are you um, into?
0: I think to your point that being like sort of like um, paralyzed by choice is mm-hmm. real, and I think what I've been doing is really like I'm zeroing in on like short series. Um, yeah. My so roommate and I tackled a bunch of ones like series that either are like UK or French or Canadian or whatever, where they have like six episode or eight episode, like half hour um, seasons. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I think the best of the bunch so far is this Netflix show called Feel Good.
1: Oh. So
0: do you know this? No. Okay, let me make sure I know. Okay, I believe her name in real life is the same as her name in the show. Mae Martin is like a comedian and it's essentially this like semi-autobiographical Pretty, like, comedy drama series. It's really similar in tone to actually, like, do you remember Catastrophe?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It feels a lot like that, where she is a comedian who kind of gets into a new relationship. She's from Canada. Um, she's in the UK now. And she essentially, it turns out, is, like, a former, like, opioid addict. Uh, oh. Or not opioid. Sure is. Or narcotics uh, addiction. Um, she... Sorry, my allergies are, like, really flaring up. She... No! Um... Was, like, uh, addicted to coke um, for a few years and has a rocky relationship with her parents and hasn't really been going to um, N.A. And so it's uh, about, like, addictive behaviors as she's, like, struggling to break out as a comedian and entering into this new relationship. And I'm making it sound really dramatic, but it's, it's a very, very funny show, too. And okay. it's a nice short six episodes, so I recommend Yeah. Feel good.
1: All right. Alright, cool.
0: What okay.
1: about you? Uh, so alright, I I've texted you about this. I know this is fucking weird. But <laughs> I can't believe what? I'm gonna say this. The I'm like obsessed with Saint Augustine right now. Like I yeah, I know is this is strange. I know, but okay, here's what happened. I I made this list of a hundred or not hundred, sorry, fifty-two books that I wanna read for fun uh this year like i wanted to like push myself to like read more novels read graphic novels etc um and i remembered fondly that when i was a philosophy major i had read um augustine's confessions which is like this really powerful very short autobiographical text of like saint augustine um going like trying out all these different religions them not working and coming to christianity okay but it's it's like a powerful good short ish text But I accidentally, on my list, put um, City of God instead, which I've never read before.
0: So long.
1: So long. And I was like, oh, no. I put this on this list. I printed out the list. I don't want to, like, mark out City of God here. I'll just, like, I will know. I will know. So I was like, all right. I'm going to read City of God then. I'm going to do it. And so I, like, started it. And I was like, oh, why did I do this to myself And it is fascinating. It is so strange. It is. It's like, it is great. It's like, okay, how do I describe this? Like it's, it's, it's 24 books. Each book has Mm -hmm. these like shortish chapters. Um, And basically Augustine um, Rome has just been sacked and he's trying to prove to people who still like, you know, praise the pagans that um, it's not the Christian's fault. That Rome has been sacked Um, But he digresses Into all of this super Weird stuff Um, Like he has this whole book about Fate where he just talks about Like how astrology is wrong Because twins have different fates and so then he gives you like these little vignettes of like different twins that he knows that had different lives, and it's so strange but like delightful. And he goes into like all of this Roman history, and it's like it's not, it's not um, didactic in the sense that like a lot of church fathers are. It's it's still kind of narrative based in a way that I'm just like finding to be really interesting intellectually. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I just like, I know this is strange, but like I said, I'm like fully leaning into this like new monkish lifestyle. uh, (laughs) And I'm there. I am there with these monks. Um, I
0: celebrate that.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, I've just been like full on diving into um, church history. There's this really good um, Yale online series of lectures about the history of the, the Hebrew Bible. Um, done from like a comparative standpoint of like okay like what did the Israelites do that was different. Um, and so I've been watching those lectures along with us and it's great like I've just learned a lot about like
0: Ooh. you know like we how check that out. that sounds really interesting.
1: It's really good like it's 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 really she's accessible but not um, I mean it's like you know like I'm obviously like it's intellectually engaging so um, oh yeah no
0: I've I've gone through a couple of the Yale classes and they're like legit because they really are yeah. like freshman lecture series. So, yeah, but you know, they're assuming that people are, like, coming and paying attention and... Yeah, to exactly.
1: Yeah, I'll send you that link, because it's... it's She's Please really do. good. Yeah. Um, but in any case, so, strange turn. Never would have expected it. And then, like, of course, I'm pairing that with... Ryan and I are, of course, obviously, watching an episode of Tiger King uh, every yep. night as well. So, I mean, because yeah. you have to. Wild. like. Yeah, it's great. It's It's great. And it's, like it's familiar to us. So like the guy, Joe exotic, um, he graduated from a high school that they were our rival high school growing up. So he actually graduated from pilot. Park, really? Texas. Yeah. So it's like, Whoa. we, like, we just like, we don't know the people in the, in the show, but we know that the types of people. <laughs> and like, we totally like, as a kid, I totally went to the mall and did the pet a tiger cub thing. Like, I feel horrible about it now, but like, absolutely we did that kind of stuff was that
0: before or after you danced with Mr. Peppermint
1: oh my god that was after yeah (laughs) yeah so I don't know but it's 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 a of course I think um as people have pointed out like we like the nation kind of needs the tiger king right now and and I'm all here for it so yeah
0: (laughs) oh that's a good one
1: yeah I'm excited to check out this course too yeah yeah do it um if you have time or inclination totally um all right well that is our episode on hocus pocus we hope everyone's staying safe out there and yeah just hanging in there holding down the fort
0: yeah and uh billy zane you especially you're getting up there in age so you gotta take care of yourself
1: yeah stay indoors
0: stay indoors
1: do not do any distance i'll i'll post that picture of me and you hugging and say, this is what we don't do, Billy Zane.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should do that. Just put it on Twitter and just tweet it out.
1: <laughs> just be like, don't do this, Billy Zane. This is too close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, um, all right. Be safe out there, everyone, and goodbye. All
0: right. See you next week.
1: Bye. Bye.